you know, with this being the truth moment and all, I felt like I could share a truth moment with y'all. You know, I felt like I could take this opportunity to be all the way 100, be all the way funky, be all the way raw and real with y'all. Okay. Now, listen, as I'm, I'm sitting here to this desk on this Tuesday night, by the way, it is Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. Uh, the time on my end currently is 10.55, okay, p.m. And as I'm sitting here, man, it just like really, really hit me uh, because usually around this time, I am piecing together all the moving parts of a brand new episode of Wednesday Groove, okay? But I didn't do that tonight. I actually pieced together a throwback episode, which really didn't take too much work, but still had to put that baby together. But, um, you know, as I'm sitting here, I'm just like, it, it really didn't hit me until like just now that I, I miss my co-host, man. Like, for real, for real, real talk. Like, this is the second Wednesday Groove that I am doing this thing without my pod brother. Okay, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. C. Will Holler. Uh-huh. The pod father. The professional conversationalist. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and it feels it feels crazy. It feels funny. You know what I'm saying? But let me just share this. Chris is getting ready to enter into a brand new chapter of his life. And when I tell you I am super, super, duper, duper excited for this man, I'm excited for him. I celebrate as as a matter of fact, let me go ahead and take a <laughs> let me take a quick sip of this red wine. First of all, let me say cheers. Uh-huh. And hold up, let me take a quick sip. Mm-hmm. And listen, I am just truly excited for Chris. And so I am truly understanding that, look, he's entering, he's getting ready to enter into, like I said, a brand new chapter, right? He's walking through some doors that have been open for him. And I'm excited. I'm excited for him. Real talk. Yeah, man. Uh, so listen, if you follow the Podfather on social media, make sure you send him some love. Okay. Holler at him. And if you're missing him too, let him know you're missing him. Okay. That's what's wrong with some of us <laughs> these days. We miss folk, but we won't, we won't share that with him. You know, we hold that inside. Uh, so if you're missing them, let them know. Okay. Uh, so yeah, y'all. Yeah. So what I am about to drop in your spirit is a throwback episode. All right. Now this episode that you are about to listen to is our very first episode of 2019 titled, we're going to start this thing off right. And that's exactly the hell we did. We started 2019 off right with our first uh, Wednesday Groove episode of the brand new year. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, uh, my prayer is that you guys enjoy the episode. As a matter of fact, I, I feel in my spirit that you will enjoy, that you will dig the vibes and the energy that we are serving for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ain't going to want to take this back to the kitchen, okay? <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah. So, um, you know, I felt like it was important for me to take it back to our very first episode of this year because, listen, I know we got some new folks in the building. We have some new truth tellers who are pressing play now. Uh, we have some some folks trying to figure out, okay, what is, what exactly is a Wednesday groove? Mm-hmm. You know, you might have seen some Wednesday groove postings on, you know, the truth moment, social media homes, and you, you're still trying to figure it out. Like, you really ain't got the real, you know, the real groove of, of how Wednesday groove grooves, if that makes <laughs> if that makes sense. So listen, I felt like it was only right, you know, to take it back this far so that, like I said, the new truth tellers can get a real feel of what Wednesday Groove is. And then, you know, for our returning listeners who have been rocking out with us from the beginning of Wednesday Groove, if this was one of your favorites, um, hey, there's another opportunity for you to listen to this episode without having to go scroll all the way back down to January, okay? So yeah, this episode was dropped, I do believe, January 2nd of this year, and uh, I I really feel like y'all gonna dig this one, okay? So listen, um, before you get into listening to this throwback episode of Wednesday Groove, if you pressed play, on the brand new season, season six of the Truth Moment podcast. Yes. Can somebody out there say yes with me? I'm talking about just like that. Yes. Come on now. Season six. Yeah, so if you press play on episode 78 titled 40 Fit and Fine, I just want to say thank you. Mhm. This episode did really good, y'all. It really it really did. There have there's there's been a lot of uh play pressing. Uh-huh. And you know, I want to give it up to my guest, my special guest who was in the building, Miss Courtney, aka Dr. G. You know, I have to not only show her some love for being in the building with me, but I also need to show her some love because she has been sharing the podcast episode, which has helped with the increase of plays. Okay. Yeah, she's sharing with her folks too. She letting the people know, hey, look, y'all need to, y'all need to put this episode in your life. Okay, sis was on the on the uh elliptical. I think that's what she was on yesterday. You know, she has a home workout room little workout space, workout area that her husband put together for her, okay? So she was, you know, in the basement getting it in yesterday, and what did she do? She recorded a few IG stories to let y'all know you need to put episode 78 in your life, hmm So yes, uh, Miss Courtney, if you listen, if you're listening, uh, thank you again, ma'am. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. And the wine is gone, y'all. 
the wine is gone. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So listen, if you had not put the brand new episode of the brand new season in your life as of yet, I don't know what you're waiting for, but you need to go on and do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. It will bless your life. Listen, on this episode, me and Courtney are taking y'all. First of all, we go back to the hallways of Edgewater High School, 1996. Okay. Class of 1996. Come on. That might've sound, you know, I know that sounds like a long, long time ago. Uh, it was a long, long time ago, but it actually doesn't feel like a long, long time ago. But listen, on this episode, y'all, we shared with y'all how we are 40, out here in these streets, living this fit life and still fine, okay? Now, we may not be our, you know, high school tenderoni fine, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> we 40 fine, okay? We still looking like we did back in our high school days. Like, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. If you uh, went to school with us and you listening, then, you know, you know, I ain't telling no lie. You know, I'm telling nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. Stating facts. Yes, honey, we, we look exactly the same. We just got a little bit more meat on us in, in a few places. But, yeah, we, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. We still fine, not you? So, yes, y'all make sure that you put that again put that episode in your life. Okay. And ladies, if you know anyone who is struggling, who is having a a challenging time, even if you are, you know, with actually starting a workout routine, moving your bodies, you know what I'm saying? And getting for real, for real about that thing, share the episode with someone. And then again, make sure you listen to it as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, y'all, I think that's about it. And uh, I will talk to you all in or on episode 79, which will be dropping this coming Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. OK, and listen, if you have any future topic suggestions, if there is a guest that you want to see back in the building because they blessed your life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure that you holler at me uh, by emailing me at the truth moment podcast at gmail.com all right y'all be blessed and i'll talk to y'all in a few days (laughs) enjoy happy listening and happy wednesday groove wednesday yes
It's your boy, C. Will Holler, a.k.a. The Podfather, a.k.a. The Professional Conversationalist, a.k.a. The Hardest Working Man in Podcasting. And we want to help you start your 2019 off right with our first edition of Wednesday Groove because we're grooving on Wednesday. And when you're done listening to that, I also want you to go on down to In My Mind, Everybody Knows Chris, and press play. You'll be glad you did. Enjoy. It's like really 2019. <laughs> like for real, for real. It's crazy, right? It's official. Man. This is crazy. Like all day I've been like, this is really a brand new year. It's really 2019. Mm. <laughs> Are you surprised? I No, it's not. <laughs> No, I won't say I'm surprised, but it's just like, it's here. I got you. It's like, we we are officially in 2019. And no, I wasn't surprised. It's just like, we really here. Like, yeah, that's where I'm at. The wait but, is over. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. But Happy New Year, Seth. Same to you. Same yes, to you. Yes. And happy new year to all of our listeners out Abs- there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And welcome to Wednesday Groove. <laughs> yes. Mm. We putting you over your hump day. Positive conversations and good vibrations. We hope that y'all are here for this. Oh yeah, we're gonna start the new year off right. Yes, yes. So speaking of, well, I guess we better introduce ourselves first to the people who may not know <laughs> who we are. But uh, I am your host, Mika Joy, the voice behind the truth. And you would be? It's your boy, C. Will Holler, a.k.a. the pop father, a.k.a. the professional conversationalist, a.k.a. the hardest working man in podcasting. Come on, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. That's who he is. Yes. Let me ask you a question real quick. What you got for me? What you sipping on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually sipping on wine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what? by the way, folks, we are we are pre-recording because we wanted to drop this on y'all first thing bright and early Wednesday morning. So it's, it's Tuesday night on our end, but by the time y'all hear this, gonna be Wednesday morning so I don't want y'all thinking I'm sipping on wine uh, <laughs> first thing in the morning because you know I don't get down like that and if you did you'd be the comfort in your location we are all responsible adults yes this is true this this is true but no I, I, I don't I usually wouldn't start my morning off with wine anyway I would start it off with ginger water or, or water or uh, my apple cider vinegar mix or you know something like that I would I, that's how I would start the day off that would be a, 
a very interesting morning. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what I'm sipping on. What what you sipping on over there on your end? Actually, um, I'm trying to like get rid of like all the bad stuff in my house. Um uh-huh. so I've been drinking and I'm so shame about saying this, so shame. But I had an AW root beer. Mm in the refrigerator and you know what I said I'm not doing this because um, as you know a person that we share in common Miss Whitney Minor of Eat Plants and Prosper she's starting the Daniel Fast Mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow and I'm going to pick Hey Whitney (laughs) Carroll Absolutely give our our sister a shout out Yes. and to all the listeners out there y'all check her out you can find her at eatplantsandprosper.com and eatplantsandprosper.com um, or eat plants prosper on IG, but um, you know on our on our podcast uh, episode twenty nine of In My Mind, everybody knows Chris. She talked about starting the year off with the Daniel fast, so I'm definitely going to do that. So tomorrow will be uh, day one, mm-hmm. and, it, and it'll be a you know all about you know uh, clean eating and starting the year off right. Definitely water, so. I wanted to partake in all the sugary, alcoholic sweetness uh-huh. um, that I could until tomorrow. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. I hope not. Ain't nothing wrong with it, man. <laughs> yes, yeah. So how did you start off or what were you doing when the new year came in? Or how did you bring in your new year? Great question. I was on the floor uh, with my girl, with my lady. Um, and we were watching TV. Okay. We were watching TV, and I could not and would not want to be any place else at the time. Oh um, man, that's beautiful. Yeah, the last couple New Years we weren't necessarily together. I mean, we were together during the day, but the last two years we brought the New Year in in different locations. And our first year as a couple, we were together. And mm-hmm. years prior to that, you know, when you're younger, you do all of the clubs, yeah, you do, do all of the parties. And, you know, I just said to myself, just be somewhere with her mm-hmm. and y'all sharing each other's time and space. That's and, and I couldn't have been happier. I mean, we were watching. I don't know if you follow a lot of shows on Netflix, but there's this show that we just discovered called the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and that show is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> I haven't heard of that. I need to check that out. Man, listen to me. If you want a show that is hilarious, ridiculous, and just <laughs> downright funny, like you know, because I don't I don't watch TV that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um so when I get a chance to do that and I actually had a, a lot of time to do that um this past week just with the time off. Um, from podcasting, the time off work and the time off from podcasting, yeah. having, having that ability to just decompress and, and mm-hmm. laugh. Felt good, huh? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man. That's beautiful, though. Absolutely. What about yourself? You know what? I I brought my New Year in different. First of all, the kids were gone. Okay. Okay, that was that was number one. <laughs> they they actually spent the night with Drea. 
Okay. Uh, last night. So the kids were gone. Um, and I just, I mean, as we all know, I'm always sitting at my desk. So I, I was sitting at my desk for majority of the night. Um, I've been trying to finish up Charlemagne the God's book, Shook One, because I'm like, I, I definitely wanted to finish that book before I began reading my new book. But um, so I did a little bit of reading. Um, had a sage session. Okay. Actually, my sage was burning pretty much all night uh, for a few hours. And um, I just relaxed, man. I took me a hot shower, um, had my wine, relaxed. I got down on my yoga mat. Okay. Um, meditate. And actually, I brought the new year in meditating. Wow. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. you, as you would say, I can dig it. Come on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So last night, it was just really, I was just really relaxed. I was in a very peaceful, calm place. Mm-hmm. Um, something I've been doing, too, is essential oils. Okay. Um, I have peppermint. So, you know, I put a little bit in the palm of my hand, rub my hands together, and, you know, kind of breathe it in. But I also will pat it. So I pat it on the back of my neck, on my arms. Pretty much like all of just kind of pat and just that sensation of that that peppermint. Oh God. You're a brave one. Because I, <laughs> I, I too have essential oils. <laughs> and a friend of mine uh told me about a quick headache cure mm-hmm. or you know, remedy. And he said when you get a headache, take a little dab. Uh that's a country measurement for our Come on. for our, our city cousins. <laughs> 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 Take a little dab in the palm of your hand and rub it on the temples, you know, of mm. the forehead. And I will tell you, yes, when you said that warming sensation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, so is that with any? Is that no, no, no. Peppermint oil, oil. Peppermint oil. Just peppermint. Yeah, um, when I tell you, it literally brought me to tears. <laughs> oh, I know it did. I know it did. Because even with just the padding. Yes. You know, after a couple of minutes, it's like, whoa, it kind of sneak up on you like, golly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Another Southern southern term, you know, uh, when I did that, it had me wide open. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Yes. Yeah, ma'am. But I'm I'm really digging essential oils. I, I, I really am. And uh, Yeah, well, I have a... um. A diffuser here at the house. You do. Yeah, so where you can put water, where you put water in there, and then you have yeah. the mixture. So I have uh, peppermint, spearmint, eucalyptus, mm. tea tree, and Ooh. lemon, lemongrass. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you, I have, I picked and lavender. Target. I'm sorry, and lavender. Oh, I bet that's yeah. nice. Yeah, man, I picked them up in the store. I picked them up in Marshalls. Uh, target and put it back down. I haven't, I haven't bought one. I don't know. I just, I even looked at them on Amazon. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know why. I guess I really do want one, but it's like I really enjoy burning my incense. You can do both. I know, but I don't know. I don't know. You can, but yeah, you can do both. I've really been wanting the fuser, but I don't know. It's like when I when I get it in my hand, it's just like, mm, maybe I'll wait till next time. But I, I think that's what I'm going to do this year. 
Let's go ahead and invest in one. Yeah. I'm shocked, Chris. I never knew you had one. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have to do things to maintain. Yes. You know, I mean, yes. we, we are... I don't want to say I'm bringing in the new year right. Clearly, that's, you know, the method of uh, what we're talking about today. But, I mean, there are there are things that we do what I call the checks and balances, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, to keep all aspects of your life and your reality and your being in, in, in place. And, you know, I've been I started reading up on essential oils, you know, I want to say probably about two or three years ago. Um, mm-hmm. even for like, you know, quick home remedies for, for aches and pains. Um, even when I was dealing with, you know, razor bumps on my face and on my neckline, um, that's yeah. when I kind of first discovered tea tree oil, um, you mm. know, as an antibacterial and antiseptic, um, you know, to kind of dry up the hair follicles mm-hmm. when you, especially with black men and we have curly hair, we kind of need that as um, it's a great shaving balm. You know, so you're not oh. using like shaving gels uh, or creams that kind of dry out your face. Um, mm-hmm. So a little bit of tea tree oil helps with that. Um, also, you know, just like the other oils, like lavender, like when you have a very stressful day, that's pretty good to put in the, the diffuser uh, when you're getting stopped up. Like we talked about the eucalyptus and the peppermint. Yeah. So those things. So, you know, doing those things, even taking a little bit of the peppermint and the spearmint and putting it to, in, in your herbal tea. Uh, you want to talk about mm-hmm. opening up, you know what I mean? Like, cause the oils respond to different temperatures as well. Come on. take us <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what, what, what I know what Whitney and I had talked about on, on our particular podcast, and I'm pretty sure you both will be talking about it um, on your, on your podcast that, that are coming up. Um, you know, it's a lot of little things like that, that you could pick up to just help take care yeah. of yourself while, while yeah. we out here, you know, fighting the ills of society and just everyday living, like, um, come on, you know, so, uh, simple, yeah, absolutely, simple absolutely. Things. Cause we got to get back to the basics. We do we get back to the basics. We do. You know, it really, it don't take a whole lot to be in a good place. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I thank you for that. Cause <laughs> I really, I didn't know, especially, um, about headaches. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that. And I haven't done a lot of studying and reading up on essential oils. So, yeah, that's pretty interesting right there. Yeah, absolutely. And these, these are, you know, things that are handed down um, from Eastern cultures from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important, definitely for African-Americans to kind of get back to their Eastern roots, you know, um, to that, to our natural roots and things like that. And just, Honestly, just getting back to things that work. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. So what are your goals? Or I don't want to say goals. No, that's a, I don't, that, I don't that's wanna... a good one. <laughs> I know, but I, I, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say goals because I don't want you to go down your list. But if you could hit, hit us with one goal for the year, what's one of your 2019 goals? So definitely one of my goals this year is to, to let things flow. Oh my God. (laughs) I had, I I had to throw down my pen on that one. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. 
I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you finish, and then I'm gonna tell you why I'm over here about to lose my. Bag. Okay, up in here, up Ooh. in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to let things flow this year because 20, mm. 2018 mm-hmm. for me, at the year started with so much resistance. That um, my year uh, last year started with a tremendous amount of resistance, angst, and frustration. And it just had me in a place of bondage. And I actually read somewhere mm. where 18 was a representation of bondage. Mm. And I never knew that before. Um, wow. So probably numerology is something that I'll be getting into soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. But I know, like, we talk a lot about new beginnings, but... I feel like I ended the year on a really good trajectory and on a good path. So I don't necessarily think that I need a new beginning. I need to get to a place where I'm not offering so much resistance in my decision making Mm -hmm. and in the things that I'm working on and in the things that, you know, we're marching towards. I mean, we talk about being successful and being and vibrating high and you can't vibrate and resist at the same time. Those two things don't go together. So uh, no, I want to offer up, you know, I want to offer up a, um, the least amount of resistance possible in situations and, and just to let things happen. I know when we feel like we're about to take damage, you know, like if you're about to be in a car crash or you're about to fall down, you kind of brace, mm-hmm. brace yourself um, to, to, you know, take on that fall. But sometimes in doing that, you become too rigid and you end up hurting yourself. Mm. So, um, talking right, <laughs> so I want to, you know, offer as least resistance, um, in my decision making and in my activities and just do things for the love, do things for the passion, do things mm. with the purpose of doing them because I want to do it, you know, and, and not make, making myself feel like I got to do it. I have to do it. And I know us and as men, I'm going to speak specifically to the men. I know as men, we put so much responsibility on ourselves to get it done, to be a man, to do these mm. things. And we don't take care of our, our sensitive needs, our emotional needs and our spiritual needs. And those mm-hmm. are the things that really kind of keep us here on planet earth. And honestly, I think those are the things that make us check out faster than our female counterparts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Among other things. But I think, you know, meeting life with a little bit more zeal with a little bit more zest, and with uh, you know, a lot less resistance. So, Come letting on. things flow. <laughs> yes. Um, that's awesome, Chris. That's awesome. And and I'm going to say that I have felt that energy uh, coming from you. Awesome. Good. Resisting. <laughs> I have. Um, and I and I will be honest. I mean, I, I I feel like there were some times that I didn't know how to express that mm-hmm. or there were times that I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to say too much. Does that make sense? It, it does. But I will say this. Um, anybody that knows me uh, and, and, and know once I connect with people and obviously you and I have connected, um, correction ain't punishment. And I think here's where. I come off with my friends because I know I can come off. Um, they used to call me uh, in one corporate job that I had. They used to call me the velvet hammer <laughs> 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 because I could deliver bad news with, with class, you know, uh... w- 
with, with, with pomp and circumstance. Um, and there was a situation where me and a co-manager, we had to let someone go. And I, you know, was very honest and open, um, mm-hmm. but diligent at the same time and careful with the person's feelings. Um, and he ended up thanking me at the end of that situation. Like we just fired mm. this guy. Uh, and, you know, as the company, I'll say as the company, because I'm no longer a part of that company, as the company at the time, we had to make a decision. But I still wanted to let the person know that I understood where they were coming from and why they did what they did. And I needed them to understand where we were coming from and why we're doing what we're doing and why we didn't, why we couldn't coexist um, yeah. in that business relationship anymore. And and the young man didn't end up thanking me and shanking my hand and just say, hey, mm. you know, you're a great manager. You're a great man. Hopefully we get to work together one day. And I told him I hope that too, because he was he was a good he was a good kid. He was a good young man, bright young man. And I and I get it. He just, you know, wasn't quick with his decision making and mm-hmm. it led to some mistakes. But um, you know, I think saying all that to say this, in life you're gonna get bad news. You're gonna get you're gonna get things that you feel aren't for you at the time. Um so I'm giving you that that carte blanche a little bit to to you know, as you would say, share your truth with me. Um, And, you know, you got to leave how I handle that information up to me. I think a lot of times we want to give the information to the person, but but, but, but we want to feel it for them too. Like, you know, when we get, you know, when UPS comes to your house, they drop off the package. They don't walk the package in the door and open the package and read it for you. You know, that's that's your job. You know, once they deliver the package, they you sign for it and they go on about their business. Yeah, and that's what they do. So I think as as a messenger, you know, your job is to deliver the message. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I will keep that in mind, sir. I will. But, you know, I me being me and me trying to, you know, be encouraging I mean, there were times and I, and I, there were times that I have said to myself, okay, Mika, you know, you might not want to say too much, just back off, you know, just. Well, you, so. you don't want to say too much. I think, again, it's not about, you know, uh, beating the person over the head with it. It's like, hey, right, right. here was the situation. Um, there was, the, there's this model. And again, I keep alluding to my time in corporate America because I did learn a lot. I learned a lot about mm-hmm. communication, right? And the communication through empathy, uh, not sympathy, but through empathy. Oh, so there was this this model called uh, the STAR model, situation, task. Um, I forget what the A stands for. Situation, task. Oh, my gosh. What does the A stand for? It'll come to me. But basically, you give the person the information in the situation and then talk about what you need to do after you give them the information. Mm-hmm. And I know the R stands for result. So um, I don't know why the A escapes me, but basically, again, that's what it is that you have to do. You just have to give that person the information and let them deal with it. Yeah. It's it's like you can't. And I get it. Right. When you care about somebody, you don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to be responsible for causing pain. Yeah. But at the same time, you may cause more pain if you don't do that. Right. Mm. So that's why I say correction is not punishment. Oh, oh, <laughs> I will tell you. Uh, there was an episode of Super Soul Conversations 
the podcast that I was listening to this morning. Uh, and the gentleman's name that Oprah had on with her is Daniel Goldman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talked about emotional intelligence. Yes. And they mentioned about flow and the flow of life. And he talked about the three different types of empathy. And oh, it's. Okay. It's just crazy how. But we have conversations like this, though, that that are just always aligned. Like, it's just, it's crazy. And this is what I'm saying. When you have a message for someone, this is why it's pertinent for us as messengers, right? Like, think about the responsibility that we have in these roles as podcasters. Um, Mm -hmm. There is what we call in a journalism world, credibility. Yeah. Responsibility. You have to have journalistic integrity when you are Mm -hmm. delivering messages right we see what happens when people aren't truthful and honest in in delivering their messages when they're on these television shows radio shows Mm -hmm. and skewing their views to align with a certain audience and other than being honest yeah man yeah you know let's let's take it back a little bit since we on this uh wednesday groove like if you think about it now think about going back with, with us when we were kids and watching TV. People say, oh, TV, television rot your brain. But think about the type of television shows that we watched as kids growing up. Those shows were educational. Yeah. When you, yeah, when you think about right. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Sesame Street, yeah. you know, Reading Rainbow, stuff Reading like that. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> you feel me? Like, the, yeah. those shows were educational. Um, even other shows that you watched, you know, during the day. I was watching, and I hadn't watched television. Like, television... In a, in a long time, other than, you know, a couple of sports events, stuff like that. But I was watching mm-hmm. Wheel of Fortune earlier tonight. Come on! And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> how is this not educational? Like, I, 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 I can honestly tell you I hadn't watched Wheel of Fortune in years. Like, probably almost yes. two decades. But just sitting here watching it live action, well, it's recorded, but watching it on uh, the live broadcast on television. And, I'm, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'm up here answering the questions and and stuff and I'm like oh my Come gosh on, like participate. That, you, you feel me you feel me <laughs> so I'm over here tripping and I'm like how is this not educational like you you, you know if you don't know what a consonant is if you don't know what a vowel is, a vowel yes. is like you, this, this, there you go there you go so um, you know I, like I said I think as, as, as we are delivering our messages now the podcasts are our point of views Right now, it's your opinion. It's my opinion. We're sharing our perspective, our point of views. But there is some journalistic integrity that has to go with that to not misinform mm-hmm. people on factual information. And I think if we can get back to telling the truth and being honest and doing yeah. it in a way that's empathetic and 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 not full of negative energy and not negatively charged, I think we mm-hmm. we can get to a place where we can start respecting each other. So again. I respect your I respect the idea that you were saying now. I feel this kind of way and and but you know, but let me check in on my brother and make sure he's good. Yeah, yeah. And and I can understand and respect that. But see, here's what I'm going to say on that star model. So I got it's the it's the situation, task, action and result. You said it was going to come back to you. I, I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. What is it again? 
Chris, what was it again? It was the uh, situation, task, action, and result. Okay, okay. Okay. And it's a model that you use in like having that conversation with employee. It's, it's, it's what you use when you're having a conversation with an employee. Like if something happens, something pop off, a mistake was made or whatever. Again, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people, like I know getting into management, a tough lesson I had to learn was a tough le- lesson I had to learn was that we're not friends. Yeah. You know, we're not friends. Like these 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 folks, they are I'm responsible to them as their manager, not their friend. Mm-hmm. So that was very yeah. important. Yeah, that is. That is. Hmm. Well, thank you, sir. You know, they say you learn something new every day. <laughs> and uh I would definitely keep that in mind, you know what I'm saying, as far as um me just being truthful with you and what I feel and I'm just going to deliver. I'm just going to drop it, drop it off and keep it moving. Hey, so we hope you guys are digging the energy and vibes of Wednesday Groove thus far. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come on back so we can continue to groove on your Wednesday. Yeah, so let's get back into what I was sharing. Uh, so yeah, shook one. Like I said, it's not, it's not a garbage book. Okay? <laughs> the book is actually is is actually really good, but I'm just I'm just not a a reader like that. So I really drag my feet. Um, but yeah. So once I finish this, I have two other books. And by the way, one book is one that you recommended, which was the Four Agreements. Uh, I have that and you're a badass. So either one of those are going to be what I'm going to kick off the new year with as my first book of the year. I haven't decided which one. I actually, the four agreements is a little smaller. Yes. Uh, so I might <laughs> just start with that one. And that's a good, um, that's a good one. You will get it. You will get into that one fairly quickly. You'll find a lot of things um, very close to the way you think in terms of the mm. the way you analyze the world. So um, it's a very easy read as well. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that's what you meant when you said that uh, Charlotte Bates book wasn't trash. <laughs> no, it's not. That's it's good. Not. It's just that I don't, I, I'm not a reader. Like I'm not one who can open a book and sit and read for an hour. That's just not, it's just not me, but I'm I'm working on, being well, in that department. So there's another book that I read um, years ago, and I probably need to re- t- reread it or whatever. Um, it's like an assessment book called Strength Finders. And mm-hmm. what it teaches you is once you learn what your strengths are, like you maximize your strengths and mitigate your weaknesses. Like most people would teach you to, uh, you know, focus on your weaknesses and try to improve them. And it's like, that, mm-hmm. that doesn't work. It's a weakness for a reason. Um, yeah. But most successful people would tell you to maximize your strengths and mitigate your weaknesses. And you mitigate mm-hmm. your weaknesses by maximizing your strengths. You do what you do very well. So what that means is if you're not a reader, my advice 
to you would not to try to dedicate an hour to reading, maybe dedicate 15, 20 minutes to reading. Um, and this will sound kind of crass, but yeah, reading while you, you know, maybe in the restroom or something or reading while, while you, you know, on your lunch break or something like I, because mm-hmm. I'm not an, an hour long reader either. Um, but I, I had to break it down into small chunks. So if I dedicated and do what works, absolutely. For you. So I say, okay, we'll just knock out these five pages or yeah. knock out this chapter or, you know, in the, in the time being, because, you know, I recently went on a trip to, to Aruba and it's a four hour trip and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to read this book while I'm on this trip. No, they have free movies. I'm going to watch some of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, you know, um, but like I said, you just got to maximize, maximize your, your, your strengths and the things that you do well. And that's how you, you know, t- t- tear these books down page by page, word by word. And um, yeah, but that's that's pretty cool because I've, I've heard a lot of, of good press about that book. Um, there's a book that I was given to uh, by one of my podcast guests, uh, Tyrone Higgins told me about this book by Malcolm Gladwell and it's called Outliers. So Mm -hmm. I I just finished that book. Miss Mika Joy, let me tell you. I remember he had mentioned that. That that book is amazing. Mm. That book is amazing. And it talks about all of the outlying factors that we don't discuss when it comes to talking about someone's success Mm. like there are a lot of things that go into people being successful that we don't talk about we just attribute people's success to their hard work you know oh oh he's a hard worker or she's a hard worker he's super smart she's super smart we don't talk about you know uh these people's background their upbringing their situation and circumstances um we we never really talk about that you know we just attribute the factors that we deem necessary. And he had this very eloquent, eloquent way of breaking down why we attribute Asians being super, uh, super good at math versus us over here in the West. And basically it is broken down on the phonetics of the words that we use to talk about numbers, the numerology. Mm. And it's, it was like, why? like when I tell you, like when we talked earlier about, the simplicity of life. Mm-hmm. When you go to a lot of these Eastern cultures, they just have a very simplistic way yeah, they of, do. of living, like the metric system and the way they use words and how their languages work versus the way, you know, cause English, when you are not from this country and, you know, I did do a small stint as an English student. So I know a little bit about the English language and grammatics. <laughs> Come on. Um, English is a very complicated language. I learned Spanish fairly quickly, you know, mm. um, because Spanish is, it closely aligns to English. So I would say Spanish should be a second language to all Americans for obvious reasons. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. once you get into it, it's very easy to learn because it's very close to the English language. But even, you know, phonetically speaking, a lot of the sentence structure and the way they they put things together in the Spanish language very closely related to the English language but it wasn't until I had to learn Spanish that I learned how complex the English language English yeah you know (laughs) I mean like you 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 look at the word there there are three 
versions of that word. Oh, God, don't get me started <laughs> on that. Because, you know, it's a lot of grown folk on social oh, media my goodness. Uh, that do not know well, you, the difference. You could attribute half of that to probably, you know, autocorrect. But, yes, there are people who don't. No, I no, I <laughs> Well, I, I but I, I'm serious because I would just because I make I make grammatical mistakes when I'm posting stuff. I just again because you know I study English, so I, me and my anal self, I'm gonna go back and correct it. Like, yeah, which is what yeah. I hate about leaving comments on IG because you can't correct your comments. I mean, yeah, we do all make mistakes, but I mean that I have seen that word just misused, of like, course, so many times, just like. Of course, because it can be confusing again, because you have there as in over there as in location, and mm-hmm. then you have there as in the plural of people, and then you have there as a verb as they are, you know. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's it it can be, you know. Uh, I don't know, Chris. To me, that's just one of those things that when you were taught, that's just one of those things that you just don't forget. Yeah, but see what we got to see to here, me, but here's how we got to do it, though. We got to also understand that everybody doesn't learn the same way. This is true. So everybody doesn't learn the same way. So that's what I'm saying. I, I just be so bothered <laughs> by that thing. I, I just, oh, it gets underneath my skin. I mean, it's, it's tough for me to, it, it's tough for me to look at because when I'm trying to read something. I'm like, what, what yeah. the hell are they trying to say? Cause yeah. they... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy? It's been times that I've had to go back and like reread my stuff and be like, okay, let me make sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I proofread a lot as well. I'll get I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give you my IG, my IG quick fix on not being able to uh go back and, and re-edit comments if you make them. So what I do is once I get ready like it, it depends if it's a small comment i don't do this but if it's a big comment like if i'm snapping on somebody or something mm-hmm. <laughs> what i do is i write it out i i copy it and then i hit post and if i go back and i see that there's some grammatical errors in it i delete what i just left delete it. <laughs> and then repost come what on i just i can yeah because i'm and i'm again that's just the virgo perfectionist in me you know, maybe too much for some people to do, but when you are as as anal and narcissistic as most Virgos are, yeah, <laughs> you hate you. Not only do you hate making mistakes, you hate people recognizing that you made a mistake. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but um, that it's all growth, all growth and maturation. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That book sounds interesting. Oh, though. it was a great I know book. I said, it was a great book. Yeah, I mentioned last episode that. Uh, that was something that I was going to do probably the middle of this year mm-hmm. or the end of the year, just kind of go over some of the books that I, that I have read or what's on my list, you know, for the remaining of the year, but just to kind of do like a little check-in and um, there's another podcast. Actually, she was one of the very first people that I listened to uh, my leak till. Mm-hmm. Um, she does this. She shares books. She's even had guests on where she's sharing books that, you know, she's currently reading or her books for the year or whatever. So that was something I definitely wanted to do on the podcast um, this season and, and this year, just sharing what I am reading. But uh, I think I will, you know, take your advice and, and not try to take on so much when it comes to reading. If I could just say, okay, today I'm going to dedicate, like you said, 15, 20 minutes. I'm going to knock out five to 10 pages or kind of set small goals mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think I'd be able to tackle it a little better. Absolutely. I mean, it was you, it's you the one that says let's celebrate the small wins, right? 
That was me. That's that. That was you. You 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 did do it. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. But but since we're on the topic of talking about goals, let's look at it this way. When we approach a staircase, now I'm assuming that the staircase is large. Like, say the staircase has 20, 30 steps, two, three flights of steps. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to be at the top of that staircase. Yes. To sir. our designated floor. Most of us, now I know some of us have long legs, but most of us can only take one step at a time. Mm. That's it. So that's how we have to start approaching. Our, our, our goal. goals, our, our situations, um, the things that we want to achieve in life. Even when you're dealing with a problem, we want to hurry up and, and solve the problem, mm-hmm. which can create more. And pro- skip steps. Right. We can, it, 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 which can create and usually does create more problems. Yeah. So, you know, I had to recently do that when I was looking at a bill. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And and I and I told a story on my last podcast. I said you build a a, a home brick by brick, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you pay a bill dollar by dollar. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah, we want to hurry up and get it over with and, and and go create some more bills, which is usually what we do after we pay off bills. But yeah. but you know, you have to look at the situation that comes and deal with. It deal with it issue by issue, problem by problem, situation by situation, and not lump all these things together. And it's like, oh, you know, my life is shit. No, your life is not. Mm-hmm. Your life, is, yeah. I, I've been across the world. Trust me, if you here in America, your life ain't shit <laughs> at all. At all. You can go to the tap and run water, um, and you can hit the light switch and lights come on. And first and yes. foremost, you got a home to live in, uh, a car to drive, and people to talk to. Yeah, let's talk about that. Like we have a lot of things to have a proper uh, and a healthy respect for the perspective of 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 a life, mm-hmm. right? Life is what you make it. More so, is what you tell it to be. Come on, you're talking all the way right now. <laughs> yes, yes, that's so true. And I mean, I've even posted on social media, um, you know, several times, one step at a time, one day at a time. There you go. Or as in Creed, the first Creed, uh, I think he said one round at a time. Oh, God. One step at a time, one round. No, one punch at a time, one round at a time or something like that. That's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, but that's so true. That's so true. Well, it's like when, you know, growing up, I played basketball. And if you were down, regardless if you were down by 5, 10, 15, 20. And there have been games that I've been down plus 20 points. You wasn't gonna make that up in one play. Mm-mm. You wasn't no. you, like you. You weren't gonna make it up in one shot. You wasn't gonna make it up in one play. But you get locked in on defense. Mm-hmm. And once you get mm-hmm. locked in on defense, it opens up your offense because you create more possessions. But yeah. there's a domino effect when you take that approach to life. When you take the step by step, the brick by brick, the dollar by dollar. Like that's how you build a fortune, dollar by dollar. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we all want to go out here and put some numbers on a piece of sheet, uh, a piece of paper, and and get the four hundred million dollars. Yeah, but guess what? We see the end result of that because they have shows after shows after shows and documentaries that say, "Okay, look at these people now. Like they're worse off after they won the lottery. They're worse off." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right? Because because <laughs> they got it all too soon. They didn't build up to it. They didn't learn mm-hmm. through the process. Right. And then have an appreciation. There you go. Like I tell my younger cousins, it's it's not about the success; it's about the process. 
You better say you that. You know, your success is a byproduct <laughs> of a, a good process. Yeah. Yeah, man. As you would say, facts. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yes. So, I, I think this would be the perfect time to share what we're grateful for. Um, and I don't know, I thought about it too, as you were saying about, you know, visiting other countries and things and how good that we actually do have it and, and things that we do take for granted. But what are you grateful for as, as you know, we've now entered into a, a brand new year? The people in my life. Mm. Life is about people. Mm-hmm. Whether we want to admit that or not. It will, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the hardest thing to witness um, and there's a lot of people suffering and struggling in life because they don't have friends. And I've heard yeah. grown people say that they don't have friends. And I think that's so tragic because mm. we're social creatures. We're communal creatures. Like we need love as well as we need to give love. This right? is true. See, we talk about the things that we have, but how often do we talk about the things that we give? And not, mm. in, a, not in a boastful way, right? But in, in, a, in a real, true way. Like, life is about reciprocity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you are expecting to receive, you got to give. Right? Yeah. And, I, yeah, and, I, yeah. and someone actually reposted something I said on their IG page. Shout out to Lamar Fernandez. He said, as my man C. Will Holler would say, if you want good friends, you got to be a good friend. And that's true. Come on. Right? I remember that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for and, and grateful for the people who put up with my bullshit. <laughs> who, yeah. who tolerate me. Who, who allow me to be a part of their lives. I mean, that's friends and that's family alike. And I think that my 2018... If it didn't show me anything else, it showed me that I had a team full of real ones. Mm-mm. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> a lot of folks can say that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's beautiful. And I've I've said to you, I mean, I know that you still rock out with some of the same folks um, from when I first met you. And just from the support that you received on social media, you know what I'm saying? Because we all know when it comes to social media and, and if you're putting some positivity out there, uh, it, it's not really uh, received as well. Yes. You know, you, you see a lot of activity going on social media when it comes to foolishness. Yes, I would agree. But if you, if you are somebody who's actually putting out some posts with some substance and <laughs> some good weight to it and you getting love, man, that's a beautiful thing. And you you get love, you know. I, I know that you do have some people who really support and rock out with you. And that's that's beautiful. Well, we're not doing it for the applause. We're doing it for the cause. And I think um, I know one thing that I'm very cognizant of. Um, when I see someone, to your point, posting something positive and something that is uplifting and something that that I know it inspired me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't even just stop and like it anymore. I leave a comment. Come on, you take it a step further. I take it a step further. <laughs> I take it a step further. And I'm going to tell you what I think that did for me. What it did for me, honestly, people started 
leaving comments on my stuff. <laughs> Come on, the love in return. It, the reciprocity, right? Like, so I said, let me not just, because, you know, you, as we see, like, when we post things that you can view, you have, like, 500 views and, 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 and 10 likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and somebody being selfish with a like. Now, think about how selfish Come on. and egocentric you have yeah. to be to go past a post that inspires you. Like these people, right. these, these people literally deposit it into your being. And you don't want to come up off that light. And you kept it moving. <laughs> you know, there's one yeah. meme that goes around here that says, check up, check up on your strong friends. Yeah. And when you are a person that is posting and podcasting, positivity <laughs> mm-hmm. like when we podcast with purpose podcasting with passion and podcasting with positivity that takes a lot out of us it does that it does. That takes a lot out of us because we're human and we're dealing with the same things that everybody mm-hmm. else is dealing with so to have a positive perspective on life uh, in life you know you got to have people that are going to pour into you um, so that's why I started doing that. I said, hold on, like, what is my contribution? Come on. You know, to society, to mankind. Um, yeah. And, and the things that I'm I'm involved in. So I, I make sure that I want to have everything that I'm involved with, involved with um, on the positive side of the spectrum. So I would not only stop and like, but I'd also leave a comment. Even if it's an, even if it's emoji like praying hands and dollar signs and money eyes or star, you know something just, yeah, just something that let that person know, hey, you made an impact. What you what you attempted to do was successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is with folks, man. Like you said, you know, you scroll, some catch your attention, and it speaks to your spirit, but something does not allow you. Or you resisting? Yes. That double tap action. There you go. You just said it. <laughs> it's resistance because hurt people. You know. Yeah. People out here hurting. Yeah, man. And, and this is what happens when you, like these old school computers. You remember when these old school pu- computers would get like wonky or whatever? They go into safe. Mm-hmm. They go into safe mode. Yeah. Right. They go into safe mode, and they and, <laughs> and, and, and now they operating at half of their capacity. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't have all these programs going on because they're like, okay, we're going to only run the basic, you know, systems. Yeah. And that's what a lot of us out here operating in safe mode right now because we're like, okay, well, if I give her my like, you know, who I need this for me. Come on. You're talking right. But how you going to reap a harvest if you don't plant no seeds? I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. You feel me? I feel so you. we got to stop. We got to get back to like the old people do. Like back, this again, a country boy like myself. Come on, we, son. we had a garden in the backyard. Yes, we we grew collard greens back there, sugar cane. We had an orange tree, a grapefruit tree, Wait pecan a minute. Did trees. Did y'all have? Did y'all have? Because we used to visit my great grandmother. We called Ma in North Carolina, Snowfield, North Carolina. <laughs> uh, and we used to help pick snap peas so yes. actually snapping them putting them in the pot yes y'all had snap peas too we sure did come on man we sure did a lot of folk don't know about that but yeah it, it specifically new year's eve we go in the back pick them collard greens <laughs> shell or shuck them peas <laughs> 
you know, we're gonna get real like you say, we're gonna get real raw with it. That we, we shuck the peas. <laughs> I know we don't want to be politically correct nowadays, but we were sh- come on shucking them peas. <laughs> uh, you know, and um get them right and ready for, for the new year. Mm-hmm. And I just recently read what all that meant. So the cornbread represents gold, which I mm. I didn't know that. Um, the greens represent greens, right? Money, cash money, paper money. Uh, I knew that. All that, though. The peas represent change, like coins, coinage. Mm. And pork, which I don't eat, no, sir. represents property and prosperity. Wow. So that's those those things. See, again, people do things and really don't know why they're doing it. Right, because they're doing it because yeah. of tradition or tradition you know, or whatever, what have you. But there's a meaning or, or a purpose to these things. Yeah. Wow. I never knew that. Absolutely. I honestly, I never really knew like the whole backstory of Black Eyed Peas. Anyway, on on New Year, it's just something that we just do. But to your point, you know, we just do the we do things and don't know why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Peas these traditions you know absolutely but wow that's interesting mm. learn something new you didn't took me to school again my brother well what about yourself what are you grateful for i am grateful for new doors mm. new doors being open just for me okay not nobody else i'm with that But yes, doors that were meant for me to uh, unlock, open, and walk through. And uh, I'm just, I'm grateful for that in advance. You know, it's it's some doors that I have not even uh, walked up on just yet. Well, absolutely. I mean, I'm grateful in advance. Because you're out here, you're planting seeds. Yeah. So you should expect and harvest. Like, you should have an expectation. You should expect to you know, receive bountifully because you so, you sow in bountifully. Yeah, 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 man. So I'm I'm grateful in advance. It's like, you know, even bringing in the new year, just it felt different for me because I just like I like I've told you before, I just really been in this place of peace. It's like it's a lot of things going on around me, but I've really just been in a in a place of peace and. Even though I'm super excited about the brand new year, mm-hmm. but I'm just still very cool, calm, and collected. I'm just just sitting back, continuing to be patient. Understood. Yeah, yeah, man. So I'm grateful for the new dollars. <laughs> Amen in advance. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, this year has been crazy. In the world of, of social media, uh, Mr. Sewell Holland, would you agree? I would. It's been some crazy things. <laughs> do you remember when social media didn't even exist? I do. It, but it's like now, that's how you stay up on the most current, you know. It's just, that's, that's how you stay up. And shout out to the Shade Room. I had to actually unfollow the Shade Room a couple of months ago. You, you go shout them out as you unfollow them? I mean, no disrespect, but no, I mean, just I get for it. me personally, I mean, if it's something I, I, I might go on every now and then and just kind of 
you know, checks I'm out on. My sister Mia, you know, she sends me uh, text messages, me different links of, of different posts and things that they share, but I don't need to follow them. I don't need to physically, you know what I'm saying, follow them. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, it's just been some crazy things that have been shared uh, social media-wise last year. And I want to talk about one one thing. I mean, this is just this is really recent. Uh, but have you ever heard of the singer Jacquees? Yes, not until recently, but yes. <laughs> oh, so you didn't know who he was Absol- prior to absolutely the big not around town. Absolutely not. Wow. Okay. Well, that wow, that's interesting. And truth be told, oh. I still don't know what he sings. Come on. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, he. I know he the songs that he remade, but I or tried to, um, but I don't know what he sings. So <laughs> we'll just say it like that. <laughs> well, you know, he says he is the king of R and B of this generation's. He must be talking about karaoke. I listen, <laughs> and you being the karaoke king that you are. Come on, now. <laughs> facts. Like, listen, he probably go there and kill in karaoke. <laughs> But when he say the king of R&B of this generation, I'm still thinking, well, isn't Chris Brown still making music? Yes. I, I just, I'm not understanding. I'm like, because, you know, sometimes things are are, are said and being and, and shared and it's not really what was meant. You know what I'm saying? So I've thought to myself, I've tried to look at it on the flip side and be like, okay, maybe that's really not what he meant. Maybe he was joking around when he said it, or you know, maybe he really wasn't too serious about this. No, he 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 was what the young people say, dead ass. <laughs> I, <laughs> he was dead ass about it. Uh, <laughs> which again, I can't attribute that to the young people because we used to say that we would say the whole thing. He was dead ass serious. But come on, what I would also say, and this is where social media can get us in trouble. Mm-hmm. because when someone and he's a prominent figure so I don't want to take any shine from the young king but what I really want to do is is let the young king know he is a young king come on right and when people tell you to stay in your lane that's <laughs> not that's not a detriment to you mm-hmm. that's a benefit for you Yes. Right. Because if you only accustomed to driving at 45 miles per hour and you jump over here, 65, 75, <laughs> not only are you at risk of killing yourself, you're at risk of killing someone else. Yes. And unfortunately, Mm-mm. he put himself and opened himself up to more scrutiny. He did. Because of his miscalculated steps. Now, I wouldn't even say he's the king of RB <laughs> of this generation. I just wouldn't. <laughs> Because there are a lot of young and exquisitely talented people out there. Just yes. say you're doing your thing. Just say you're doing your say. thing. I mean, just yeah. say you're doing your thing and you respect the folks out here. That doesn't mean that you have to belittle yourself to, right. to, to make people feel comfortable because I'm not a proponent of that. Like, don't shrink yourself to make mm-hmm. other people feel comfortable. And I'm and specifically, again, and I'm talking to my brothers about this. Historically speaking, this country has a sick ass problem with doing that to black men. I agree. I agree. Trying to make us shrink ourselves to make others, I'm just leave it at that, 
feel comfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, if you have a talent, you know, as the good old church used to say, that little light of yours, let it shine. Shine bright, baby. But don't diminish other people's shine. And you're the king of this and that. That's not for you to say. Yeah. That's not yeah. for you to say. I mean, I, I think he is talented. Um, I think that he has created his own lane. I will give him that. Uh, but, I mean, the people went crazy on social media. But uh, Okay, so let's say that. You say he created his own lane. He did. But a king doesn't have a lane. <laughs> a king has a country, a territory. They don't they have more than a yeah. lane. So if he got a lane, that's cool. Then call it Jacquees Highway. <laughs> 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 Not Jacquees Kingdom. <laughs> come, on, come on. Yes. I can dig it, man. Yes. <laughs> you just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that was a pretty bold statement. Um, But I mean, when we think about it, now I will say there is one song and I had to pull it up because I couldn't remember the name of this song. Um, I guess it's off of one of his latest albums. And he does actually have albums. Uh, What is the name of it? It was a, it was a. Now you would never say that about a king. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, God. He has... I don't even remember the name. Beauty Doesn't Cry. That's the name of it. I actually... I I like that track, though. I I really do. But, I mean... When you think about the kings of of R&B... I mean, I'm talking about the real... The real kings. Because, you know, I've been on my R&B lately. Like, my 90s R&B... That had some real kings heavy. in that era. Yes. Yes, man. I, I mean, like heavy the last few days. But so, I mean, when, when we think of kings of R&B, like who come to mind? Like right off rip. Like who, for you, who can own that title? Of the 90s? Or just, just, just period of R&B. Well, how far are we going back? Because to me, I would break them down periodically. Well, however, however you want to, I mean, but I do feel like... I mean, so I, I want to be honest with you. If you say to me, the king of R&B, now I know they call this man the godfather of soul. Come on. But where would music be without James Brown? Yeah. I mean, music, not just R&B. Yeah. Where would music be? See, there are certain people that if these people aren't here... Mm-hmm. They set the stage. We don't have what we call music today. Yeah. Let's 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 pull let let's play Jenga with these kings. Yeah. And we can talk yeah. about some queens too, right? Yeah. But let's pull James Brown out of the deck. If we don't have James Brown, you don't have Michael Jackson, you don't have Prince, you don't mm. you don't have Rick James, you don't have Parliament Funkadelic. If Come on. if you don't have either one of those guys, you don't have MC Hammer, you don't have Public Enemy. You don't have mm. modern hip hop if you don't have James Brown. Think about that. Wow. Because his music is the most sampled music in hip hop, probably in, in other genres as well. Definitely funk music. I never knew that. Oh, absolutely. Hell, if you don't have James Brown, I, there's, a, there's countless people. If you don't have James Brown, you don't have Morris Day. You don't have Bootsy Collins. Come on, not Morris Day. I'm telling you. Think Come about on. that. I mean, if you don't have James Brown, you don't have funk music. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even, but e- but one. even James Brown started where Jacquees is. Now mm-hmm. I'm not saying he won't end up there, but you, yeah. but but you can't you can't end up where you start, young man. <laughs> you just can't do it. <laughs> you know, my aunt had a saying. My aunt had a saying, uh, and it didn't it it didn't hit me until I got older. But she always used to tell me, nephew, manners will get you where money can't. Mm. Come on, auntie. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And, and what I would imagine is your money could get you in probably some of the nicest restaurants, the nicest hotels, and some of the nicest tr- uh, cars and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Money also can get you in trouble. But guess what? Manners will never get you in trouble. And manners get you into the hearts of the people. Come on. Yes. And if you get into their heart, you're going to get into their pockets. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, man. I mean, I just. But I, but my answer, long long story short, my answer would be James Brown. Point blank and period. I, I just say because if you if you take because I mean yes I could have said you know uh, Michael Jackson I could have said Prince I I could have even said Usher think about that if you don't have James Brown. You don't have Michael Jackson. You don't have right. Prince. You don't have Bobby Brown. You don't have Usher. You don't have Chris Brown. You don't have Jacquees. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that simple. Yeah. Yeah. You man. know? So I, I just think when we talk about these kings, but I mean, come on, man. Back in our day in the 90s, Joe to see Boys the Men, Mint Condition, After, yes. after Seven. Oh, man. Come on. Yeah. And let's talk about some of the female groups. Jade. Brownstone, total. Yes. Come on, man! Like that's R and B. That's R and B. That was the real. I'm talking about because it's not really R and B right now. I'm sorry. No, I don't it's know not. What, it's what's not. going on right now, but it's not R and B. But listen, I was listening to. Um, do you remember the group Intro? Of course. Come on. What about Avant? Of course. Let me tell you something. Keith said to me a couple of weeks ago, because Keith is an old school music lover. He was like, Mom, guess what I'm listening to <laughs> on his way home from work? I'm like, who, Keith? He talking about Avant. And he remembers the Avant albums that I had. Of course. Just like I remember the Luther Vandross albums my mom had. Yes, man. So I said, you know what, Keith? Because that's when, like, the whole, when the whole, you know, the whole King of R&B thing came out with Jacquees. So I was like, I don't know, Keith. I said, let me listen back. And I said, whoa. Hell, I, 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 I forgot. I, I, I did not mention Luther Vandross. Yeah, yeah. Think, some of us aren't here. Right. If we don't have these people. Some of us aren't born if we don't have... <laughs> a Luther Vandross, a Bobby, uh, 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 not a Bobby. Yeah, that was my guy growing yeah, up. Man. A Al Jarreau. Like I'm telling you, man. Like the list goes mm-hmm. on and on and on. But I'm like, you know, it's just, it's just again, like I get it. You get caught up in the moment. They flashing them cameras in your life. You intoxicated. I get Come it. Come on. But boy, listen, you, you got to work with your people, man. Come on, for real. <laughs> If somebody told you that, they told you wrong. <laughs> yes. You know, somebody else I recently listened to the other day that I had not listened to in a minute, and that was Joe. Facts. Troop. Oh, come on now. 
High five. You better hush up now. <laughs> you better hush your mouth. You're getting too you close. You get, went, you're getting too I close. Back. I went back, man. I was just rocking. You hear me? Levert. Come on now. Now listen. People, <laughs> listen. You know what little Levert song I like? It, uh, uh, this might go over, over a lot of people here. They had this little one song. Just cool it. Yeah. Oh, man, listen. Come on, man. Cool it. Just cool it. It had that uh, bump to it, right? Me, man, listen to me. Because that was that whole that new Jack Swing era. Yes. My man keeps sweat. Come on now. Come on. Mary go around. Nobody else <laughs> like him. You hear me? Man, listen. That man could whine and cry. And that's when the old school OGs was bumping R&B like they bump rap. Right. Yes. Come on now, now. As much as we might not really be a, a fan of this man's lifestyle, but R. Kelly? Oh, listen. I I, I kind of take R. Kelly like I take my Kanye. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got to deal with him in decades. Come on. <laughs> you feel me? So R. Kelly, because people, listen, I still have R. Kelly... And public announcement. You better hush. Yes. The people that, are, oh the that people. that born in the nineties? Come on. Honey love. Come on. Come on now. These are kings. Let me let me throw one out, out there to you. I'm ready to catch it. What you got for me? Johnny Gill. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Yes. Like these, these are kings. These are these are people who I'm talking about. You can put on this music right now today, and it's gonna bless your life. It's gonna touch your spirit. And not songs you could put on albums. Yes. And the whole album was gonna ride or bump, yeah. as we say. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't even have the kids, the girls. My who is that you're listening to? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I tell folks who get in my whip, right? Listen, they call my car the time machine. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's it's even beautiful. I mean, for Keith to be 22, you know what I'm saying? And it's folks that he, like, he is a diehard boys to men fan. He has gone and seen them live. Like, he loves boys to men. They Christmas album, you, you can't tell Keith that ain't no Christmas album. <laughs> But it's just beautiful, you know what I'm saying, that even him at his age, he has an appreciation. He's just Absolutely. not brainwashed by, by what's out here now as R&B music, you know. He he does recognize real. Well, the young man obviously appreciates quality. Yes, he does. There you go. Raised by a good woman, so I know he I know, he know quality. Come on. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Bell. But were there any other? Um, I mean, because we we can get stuck on this whole Brian McKnight. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, we really could do this all night. Mm, 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 mm. Wow, Christopher Williams. You better you better hush. <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure. Yes, man. <laughs> yes. Come on. Oh, we 
we could do this all night, Chris, because it's 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 some folks that you know what I'm saying don't even get the love that they deserve. You actually did take it back with Christopher Williams, though. Come on, man. <laughs> Every time I would walk into a place, all I would get is "Don't wait." Yeah, I'm like, please, 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 please. Come on, man. You get to a certain point in life where you just don't want to hear it no more, though. <laughs> and that was on the New Jack City soundtrack, wasn't it? It sure was. But he, I mean, he actually had an album out he did. with that he song did. on there. And it was it was a pretty good album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I ran across him um, the other day. Do you remember Chucky Booker? You Yes, I do. Bruh, I came across him. I was like, what? Man, listen. He 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 had this one song, some something about which which girl would I choose? I was trying to. I, I looked can't... at, I looked at his album. I think I listened to maybe two songs. Matter of fact, yes, it was him because it's Chucky with I think it's what two K's or two R's or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trick Daddy Dollar actually sampled a hook from one of his songs. On Trick Daddy's uh, album, oh, w- yeah, tr- www.thug.com, Come on. Which, which is my favorite Trick album, obviously, <laughs> right? Shout out, shout out to the 305. <laughs> it was called Which Life Would You Choose? Mm. You know, um, was the hook of that song. And I think on his, on, on Chucky Booker's album is Which Girl Would I Choose? Obviously dealing with young teenage angst. He had two girls that he liked. And he had to make a choice because back then, you know, you actually had to choose. Come on, <laughs> you women weren't gonna let you date both of them. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a little we different. Yeah, we we didn't have side pieces back then. <laughs> we, we was good with one piece. You got to make a decision, nigga. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You was good. We was good with one piece, not 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 side pieces. Did you ever have to make a decision? All the time. Come on, man. All the time. Was it hard? Sometimes, yeah, absolutely. Because you like different people for different reasons. I'm so um, glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. But when you know, like, you become a man, you re- actually, I can say this about being older. And people ask me all the time, you know, um, you know, like things I would do differently and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, you know, with us going into the new year, people reflect. And I try to reflect as opposed to regret. Um because you know reflection is done for educational reasons regret is just a waste of time yeah yeah um but yeah like being older like i'm glad to have one woman in my life i know <laughs> that's I, right I, I just don't have the time nor mental capacity to deal the with energy oh man like oh my gosh like jeez it, it definitely, you know, you know, when women mature and, and, and as they get older, you all become these these dynamic creatures. So uh-huh. it take every little bit of brain power you have to to, <laughs> to, to keep up. So, you know, uh, when you're yeah. a young man, I guess you can you can you can run game, as they say, on, on a couple mm-hmm. of them. But when you become older now, nah, brother. Yeah. But, you know, that was the beautiful thing, too, about music then is because the songs were stories yeah they had a message too right it painted a picture and it they were it was so relatable absolutely uh, the average person you know what i'm saying could really relate to what this person was delivering in this song yeah yeah but yeah we, we could go on and on about music you hear me 
we could, we could, yeah. Oh. But uh, Jacquees, uh, you you just keep doing what you're doing, baby. Absolutely. Just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, I'm just gonna leave it down. Just. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't think anyone wanted to discourage the young man. Um, but, you know, like we said, stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. You know, and eventually he may end up being the king of R&B. And he may. He may very well. He, he may. Yeah, somebody's king. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. Yeah, but was there anything else for you, social media-wise, that really, like, Stuck, stuck out or or really grabbed your attention in 2018? Yes. One thing that I definitely caught my attention was this kind of outcry of how bad of a year 2018 was for so many people. Mm. Like um, one meme said I ain't gonna say 2018 kick my ass but the chick got hands. <laughs> <laughs> And that yes, it, I had the same reaction. <laughs> I, that that was a good, good, good laugh. Mm. Um, and I to the point where I almost wanted to repost that, um, but for obvious reasons, I didn't. Uh, and you know, growing up where we grew up, we we use a term called "damn near." <laughs> Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah twenty eighteen almost damn near. Damn near, they damn near me. <laughs> But um, it yeah, just man. it just kind of let me know that everybody's going through something. Yes, yeah. And to and to not feel isolated in this world, um, to know that everybody is is going through something, regardless of what we post on social media, right? Because we only want to put up the pictures that oh, show yeah. us in our best light, you know, yep. with filters and angles, and we want to show our best life. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. But it's kind of sort of like what I would tell people when back in the day, right before social media, when I first moved to Atlanta, all my friends from Florida would come here to hang out and they would have this picturesque type of thing about living Mm -hmm. in Atlanta, right? Mm -hmm. Because they would come up on the weekends. And I'm like, that's good. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, yes, it's a great place. But Monday through Thursday, (laughs) this Atlanta traffic, trying to get to and from work, yeah. And when I first moved here, I want to say Atlanta had about when I first moved here, I want to say Atlanta had about 4.7 million people in the metropolitan area of Atlanta. Now we're at 6.4 or 6.5 mm. million people. Wow. So we've grown by 2 million people since I've been here. Yeah. Mm. And that's a lot of people. Yeah, that is. You know, um, and, and we haven't grown our infrastructure to to move these people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of struggles with that that come with that. So I say all that to say this, like, again, I don't want people to have a very picturesque, idealistic version of what these people's lives are on social media. Yeah, because they, they're right. They, they showing you their best picture. And that's great. Again, I'm not diminishing the people who are showing you the great moments that they have in their life, but just recognize and realize that it's just a moment. It's not right. life. Right, right. Yeah, I definitely feel like there was a lot of people who were going through 
And uh, I think I think when it comes to social media, if you are one who could really express or share that part of your life, uh, it takes courage. Absolutely. It takes courage, man, because social media is just like freaking, you know how, how it was living and growing up here in Orlando and people come and, and think Disney World is right. Saying, right. Same thing. Same thing I was saying about Atlanta. But, Absolutely. About Atlanta, yeah. People say the same thing about Disney. Oh, Florida or Central Florida or Orlando. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the, you know, it's the Magic Kingdom. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, man, it's, I feel like that's what social media is. And I really would say Instagram is, is the worst. Uh, <clears throat> so it's like you only showing, you only sharing the good the good things. Nobody ain't, ain't talking about how their car broke down. or ain't talking about how they about to get evicted. Or, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Nobody's showcasing that. So if you are one who doesn't mind sharing that part of your life, I, I applaud those people because it does take courage but those things need to be shared because you don't know what sharing that would do for somebody else who's just scrolling well you don't know what sharing that may do to help you that's true chris right yes. like, like a closed mouth don't get fed so sometimes a lot of times the things that we need um in order for us to achieve these goals like think about just you and i for example where would my life be if I didn't take up the opportunity to be on your podcast this past August? Yeah. And I could tell you the many different avenues that podcasting has opened up for me just because I took an opportunity to share my life. Come on. You know, on, on the truth moment podcast with the voice behind the truth, Miss Mika Joy. <laughs> Come on. That's me. And, and to your point about, keys opening doors Mm. you know like that 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 key opened some doors for me um and it was allowing myself a moment to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. yeah and i don't think you get as much scrutiny when you're vulnerable as you would as you being you know oh no kind of arrogant right Mm -mm. nope Mm -mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, 2018, I think, was a very, um, it it was a year that really took people through some things, but we had to get through those things in order to to be prepared and ready for 2019. Agreed. Yeah, man. Oh, 2019 is harvest time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I can dig that, and I believe that. Yeah, Yeah, we planted many seeds in 2018, and we had to be patient and diligent you know, and, and yes. let let the seeds germinate and yes. sprout roots, and now they the bud sprouted, and now we're about on. to get ready to reap that harvest. Come on, I can see it. You know, mm. just like the good book says, let us not grow weary in doing good. Mm-hmm. For in its appropriate time, we will reap a harvest if we will not give up. See, people always get there, but you, you got to say that last part: if we do not give up. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, Pod Father, <laughs> listen, Wednesday Groove, we've been grooving. Absolutely. 
we we we've been grooving on this one here. But listen, it's the first of the year. We we had a lot to discuss. We had a lot to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And we will continue to have a lot to discuss and a lot to talk about. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm I have good vibrations and great expectations for 2019. Come on. Yes, yes, man. Yes. Wednesday groove. Because we grew, it, man. we grooving on Wednesday. Grooving on Wednesday, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I'm looking forward to chit chat next week with you, sir. I'm sorry, not next week. Well, we can record no, we, next week. Yeah, we I, break, I get we you. We breaking this thing up bi weekly. Bi weekly. Yeah, so that's when y'all can expect the Wednesday every, groove. Every other Wednesday groove. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if the people demand that we do more, we'll do more. Yes, yes. But I'm I'm digging this and I'm so glad that we're doing this, that we actually have come together. We've joined forces. Absolutely. I think the things that we bring, we offer different things. We offer different perspectives and experiences mm-hmm. with the same goal in mind. Yes, yes. With the same goal in mind. Our approach may be different, but we have the same goal in mind. And Most that's the beautiful definitely. thing about, you know, doing this thing. With, with, like I said, not only do I love what I do, but I love who I do it with. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2019 is going to be a good year, man. Absolutely. Good year, good year. What, what, well, what, what, what are we saying to 2018? Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I love it. I know that's right. I know. See, you would want to be you. Yes, man. Yes. But this was real, Chris. This was Absolutely. Real. And, and, I, and, and, and honestly, this is the first one I've done in almost like two weeks. Because I did I'm episode, proud of you. I did episode 30 and I took that time off. I'm proud of you. Because I needed to recharge and rebuild yeah. and refocus. So I had a lot to say tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm Well, we'll be back here same time. Same station. Come on. Truth moment. Where's that groove? Because we grooving on Wednesday. Love it. (laughs) Yes. And we out. See you.